Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Well, we've been talking about quiet time, and this morning I just want to share, share with us something very short on quiet time. Hallelujah. I read in my quiet time this morning, Bishop was sharing how his father advised him. Are you here? How his father advised him that the first 25 years, how you live the first 25 years of your life will determine how your next 50 years or 70 years of your life would be. Hallelujah. And there's a man called Dostoevsky. He said that the first, the second half of a man's life is made up of the habits he acquired in the first. The second half, so it's like he has divided your life into two. And he's saying that the second half, you know, our life is made up of when we are teenagers. After teenagers, you, you come to a adults. Uh-huh. So adolescent teenagers, then you come to adults. So that's the first part. Then the second part is your adult life. Is that not it? So he's saying that your life as an adult right, is dependent on the habits you acquired when you were young. And we have been saying that quiet time is the most important habit that you must develop. And what we are saying by extension is that if you have a habit of quiet time, that is guaranteed that the second half of your life, you do well. So many people who struggle when they are older, you see that when they were children, very rebellious, they won't listen to anybody. They meet a small young boy, you say, don't do this, don't do this, don't do, they won't listen now. Then when they are old, you see that their life is bizarre. it's all over the place. Have you seen one before? It's not you, but somebody. Hallelujah. Okay, so that is why quiet time is very important. Bishop has shared very powerfully on it, so. I may, not, I may not belabor some of the points. This morning, I want us to see an example of a few people who had their quiet times so we can learn from them. Hallelujah. Now, we, we didn't do a um, scripture of the weekend. All right, please forgive me. Please put it up. It's Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Mark chapter 1, verse 35. It's in the morning, a great while before day. All right. He went out, departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. Hallelujah. Now, this talks about Jesus, a habit that Jesus had. Every morning, early enough, not when you can see the sun. A great while before day means that the sun is not up. Before day, day, daybreak is when you see the sun. Is that not so? So, a great while before day, Jesus had the habit of moving to a quiet place and he's there. Praying. Talking to God. Alone with God. It was a habit that Jesus had. And we are saying that we must, as in the QFC, as in the Kodesh, we must have that habit. If you don't have that habit, according to Joshua, you cannot prosper, you cannot have good success. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. 
Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ had quiet times. Understand it. Like he had a habit of going to church regularly. It's one of his habits. So those of you also don't go to church regularly, you are not like Christ. And if you don't have your quiet time also, you are not like Christ. You see, one of the things that have made us to be here and to grow up as Christians is quiet time. Because we were taught. Yeah. On Friday, I went to SU building to buy uh, uh, this thing for my daughter. Yes. Thank you. Daily power. And then I realized that they have even now gone down to have one for children between the ages of one and three. Super, yes. You know the things. So everybody in the house have their own, and they, they do their own quiet time. Do you see? So it's a habit, because if you can acquire this habit now, it will never leave you. It will, there are things that it will never leave. In the same way you acquire bad habits, we will cast it out, then it will come again, then we cast it out. It's like it's never leaving you. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus had quiet times, and Joshua had quiet times. Did you put Joshua 1, verse 8? Let's just read it. I think it's good to read it. What do you think? Yes. It says, um, where are you, Joshua? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Day and night. Can I give you an advice? All right. If your room, where you sit, if you have a place where you sit, whether it's in your bedroom or the hall, if you have a regular place where you sit, put a small coffee table or something by where you sit regularly and place a Bible there. Nobody should move it. That's not the Bible you bring to church. That you must have several Bibles. Put one Bible there. So that anytime you sit down, you can read something. Just even one verse is okay. You don't have to read a lot. Just one verse. Yeah. And then you can put one also in, 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 the, in, the, in the bathroom. So that when you go for long stay. Do you know long stay? Yeah. By the time you are living there, you have revelation. It's true. It's true. I have a small, uh, I don't know, like a type of a box thing, you know, and then the books are inside, not not deep, just about this 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 depth. So I have some. There are particular books that, as a pastor, it's like always, every time you you read small, so it's there. Yeah, the books are. So when I go, I say, look, let me just, I just pick one of them. Yeah, I just. Just one line. <laughs> Everybody says that as I'm uploading, I'm downloading. It's too powerful. Hallelujah. First Kings chapter 22. So we have looked at who Jesus. We have looked at um, Joshua. I want to show you a prophet. Who had his quiet time. And another prophet who did not have his quiet time. The difference. First Kings 22 verse 1. 
Just follow me. Give me the NASB. I think we can all identify with it. Three years passed without war between Aram and Israel. Aram is Syria. Okay. They had been fighting. But for three years, there was peace. It's like in Israel, what is happening now? There's been a long time there's been peace. And now, they have been fighting for a long time. It's not today. Just by one man's mistake. <laughs> yes. When God said that when you go, kill everybody. If you don't keep animals, if you animals, kill them. They were keeping people. and Those are the ones that have remained and they have become trouble. It's true. Next verse. Then in the third year, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. Now, the king of Israel was King Ahab. So please notice, we have two kings. We have Jehoshaphat of Judah and then Ahab of Israel. Okay? Jehoshaphat came to see uh, Ahab. Next verse. Continue. Now the king of Israel said to his servant, do you know that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us and we are still doing nothing to take it out of the hand of king of Aram? So he's saying to his servant that Ramoth Gilead, which the Syrians had conquered, belongs to them, which was true. So he was discussing with his servant that, look, what should we do? Next verse. Then he said to Jehoshaphat, as he came to him, that Jehoshaphat, would you help me to go to battle with the Syrians for Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat says something to the king of Israel. This is where you see the difference between people. Sometimes even your friend who is advising you, you will see that there are, there are differences. You see some are closer to God, some are far from God. Some like God, some don't like God. So it all shows in the advice, the talking, the behavior, everything. Jehoshaphat. Look at what he said to Ahab. I am as you are. My people are your people. My horses are your horses. What he's saying is that, Charlie, I'm with you, Kra. I'm flowing with you. So if you say we should go to war, I'm, I'm flowing with you. But, next verse. Moreover, Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, please inquire first for the word of the Lord. We should go to war. What is the Lord saying? Now you have seen a nice boy. What is the Lord saying? You have seen a nice girl. Look. <laughs> you know, on hindsight, we thank God for many things. When I say on hindsight, do you understand? Because as people go on and they start to reveal themselves who they really are, and you realize that God actually delivered you from that girl. You were all in the church. You nearly married her, then you didn't. Then as the things unfolded, deliverance. The Lord has really delivered me. Yeah. yeah. So he said, go back five. Let's inquire of the Lord. So Jehoshaphat was a very good, this is the, this is the type of friend you need. Yes. 
somebody when he brings the boy, he doesn't say, hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie, what It's like I've gotten a very nice boy. A big catch. Yeah. I've made a big catch. Never telling you to inquire of the Lord. Never asking you, have you prayed? Have you sought the Lord? Never. <laughs> Please, next verse. We have to close eh? Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together. So when Jehoshaphat told Ahab that, look, we need, you need to inquire of the Lord. So, okay, no problem. Then he gathered his prophets, 400 of them. And then he asked them, shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle or shall I refrain? He asked the prophets. And they said, go up for the Lord will give it into your hands. Quickly. Go. Let's go. 400 prophets. So my back is covered. But look at it. The Bible, look, I think we should all have our quiet and read more of the word. Because it, as I read it, there's, there are things in the Bible, though. You'll be surprised. There are things in the Bible. Hey! But you see, if you don't read your Bible, you will not know that everything is there. Even you have to have sex in the Bible. Anyway. Let's not go there, I beg you. Oh, 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 lady, uh, 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 yes, yes. I am, my back is covered. There are people here, if I give them the microphone now, they will show you everything. Yes. <laughs> but Jehoshaphat said, look at Jehoshaphat too. You see, this is how you know between prophets. Those of you who like chasing prophets, today I'm about to reveal something to you. Ah. Oh, like Ghanaians like Africans actually. Africans. Hey. You've not had your quiet time. You are following a prophet. Is there not yet a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? 400 prophets have spoken of. But somehow Jehoshaphat does not feel right. He feels in his spirit that no, something is not right. So he asks Ahab, please, is this all, all your prophets? Then look at what Ahab says. He says, the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, that there's yet one man by whom, all of you are looking here, why? You don't have Bibles. You are used to screen. Are you are flowing with me. Please have Bibles, have Bibles, have Bibles. Open your Bible and let's read together. Open your Bible. Where, Mr. Usher, where is your Bible? Where is that Bible? You see, the Usher doesn't have Bible, though. He doesn't have Bible. Q, QCC, I'm coming. Where is your Bible? If you don't have Bible, how can you have quiet time? Open your Bible. We are used to screen. Next verse. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, there's yet one man. So there's another, there's a prophet. By whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. Oh, he didn't hide it. I hate him. Because he does not prophesy good concerning me. 
all his prophecies that he comes to me, it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's like when, when I say I want to marry this person, you say it's not this thing. When I say I want to do this course, you say no. It's like those of you, you come to your bishop, you bring the person. So, no, it's not good for you. It's in another chair, this, this, that, that. You have to take your, your decision already. When you come and you say it's not good, you say, eh, Bishop, he doesn't seem to like you. Doesn't like you. You know, Bishop doesn't like you. <laughs> you are in the scriptures, you don't know. It seems to prophesy good concerning me all the time. Evil is concerned. He is Micaiah. His name is Micaiah. Prophet Micaiah or Micaiah, whichever, well, depending on where you went to school. The son of Imla. But Jehoshaphat said to Ahab, don't say so. You bring him. You bring him. You bring him. And let's hear what he has to say. So the king called an officer and said, bring me quickly Micaiah. Prophet Micaiah, go and bring him. Verse 10. Now the king of Israel and the king of uh, Judah were sitting on their throne, arrayed in their their robes at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets were prophesying before them. So the prophets were speaking. So now, yes, they are still this thing. So when Jehoshaphat came, he organized all the prophets again. Then he sent somebody to go and bring Micaiah. But these ones were prophesying. And look at the prophecy. Look at it. There was a man called Zedekiah. He's also a prophet. He, he went even to give details of the prophecy. Yes. He went and said, I have seen a vision. The Lord appeared to me. And he said, he has made you like your horse, like the horse of iron. Hey. And this is what the Lord is saying. You will go read the Syrians until they are consumed. Like, okay, you will ship them. He was giving visions. You see people, then they'll take money. They'll take money. Say, prophet, God bless you. God bless you. I've received the prophecy. When we are raising funds to build office block, you won't bring money. You won't bring money. But you have given money to the prophet. A prophet who is not your shepherd. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's not your pastor. He's not your shepherd. Does not know the issues. All right. So Zedekiah had prophesied. Then all the 399 prophets also prophesied and said, look, go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper. For the Lord will give it into the hand of the king. Beautiful. Very well. Next verse. Then the messenger who went to Samuel Micaiah spoke to him saying, Behold now the words of the prophets are uniformly favorable to the king. The, the messenger said, you, we know you. You don't speak well concerning King Ahab. Please, 400 prophets have spoken. Don't come and say something different. 
Yes. <laughs> it's too powerful. Please, let's continue with the scriptures. Do you read the book? It's in the book. But Micaiah said to him, as the Lord lives, I can only speak what the Lord has spoken to me. You see, when you're a man of God, you have to be bold. Else people will always, they will lead you. They, you talk members, eh? they, want, they will lead you. If you, you joke, they will lead you. Eh? Allow us to lead you, please. Allow Bishop to lead you. Allow the pastors that God has given you to lead you. Don't lead us. Yes, we will never allow you to lead us. That one there, we can tell you right now. Yes. We will never allow you to lead us. Please, allow us to be led by God and by his spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying the preaching? Please forgive me if I say something that is not this thing. <laughs> when he came to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramon Gilead to battle or shall we refrain? And he answered him, go up and succeed. The Lord will give Ramon Gilead into your hand. You have organized a beloved for yourself and you have brought that bishop, this is my beloved. What should bishop say? Go ahead, go ahead marry. Go ahead. <laughs> and the Lord be with you. By the grace of God, we have seen our fathers, we have heard stories, we have been experienced. When you come like that, you say, go and marry. And the Lord be with you. So, Bishop Dennis, wickedness. It's not wickedness. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. You know, people, people talk, people have a way of talking. You see, it's people who don't have their quiet time. I'm telling you. I'm te you see, when you have your quiet time, you will learn from David that we don't fight men of God. You will learn it. You will learn it. I'm telling you. I said you will learn it. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, the church, this, that, 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 I've left the church. I'm telling you, you're sincerely, that the spirit of God is not with you. Hallelujah. It's true. When you set the scriptures in, it will amaze you the things that are inside. Yeah. You are easily offended. The spirit of God left you long ago. And that was the question Zedekiah asked Micaiah. That when did the spirit of the Lord leave me? He said, I'll show you. You wait. Let's continue. No, no, no. 15. 15. So, please, pray. Wait on God. And then your pastor said, Pastor, this person is my friend. You know, I had a story. I had a story of how a young lady came to tell the pastor that he has found somebody that the person wants to buy hair. So he told the pastor, so okay, bring your beloved or the person that is proposing to you. When he brought the person, the pastor just looked at the person and said, he took the girl and said, come. This man is married. This man is married. They were in the same church. Do you know what he does? He comes to the first service with his wife and family and come for the second service with this girl. You are saying, oh, look at this big church. How can it not happen? It can happen. Do you know everybody in this church? Do you know the people in the first service? 
Uh -huh. That's why your pastor is your safety. Hallelujah. Your pastor is your safety. Hallelujah. When he told, when he told the girl, hey, you couldn't believe it. God, he has been with her. It's like now the, the marriage is coming on. So he's married, please. I know this man is married. He has children. Most of you do never accept a secret relationship. Never. I give you free advice. Never. And if you see a man, he wants a secret relationship. Stop it. You are with the wrong person. You are of age. You want to marry. Is it, a, is it wrong? Is it wrong? Why should it be secret? Should never be secret. Should never be secret. It's like, oh, don't let, don't tell anybody. You, let's wait. Ah. Okay. Never. I said never. Immediately somebody you can see advances. You tell your pastor that this guy seems like he's interested. Immediately. Immediately. So that you can be guided. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's a good advice I'm giving you. You are having a secret. Your mother doesn't know. Say, hey, my mother, this, this. My father doesn't know. Your pastor doesn't know. What is that? You're about to meet a snake. Yes. Look, let me finish. Next verse. <laughs> Look at verse 16. You know, you know, this is the only thing that Ahab said that was powerful in all this, uh, this thing. Yeah. He knew, yes, he knew. He knew. So he told Micaiah that I adjure thee. You see, when somebody uses the name of God, if you are spiritual, you have to be careful. Because from there, you can't say wrong things. Yes. Yeah. When he was, he said, oh, you should, I should come and speak. What the, oh, you can go, cry. You can go, it's not a problem. But when he said this, that how many times must I adjure you to speak nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? When he said it, Micaiah said, okay, no problem. Now I will tell you the truth. Look at the truth. This is a real prophet. He said to him, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like a sheep with no shepherd. Do you remember when Jesus said, pray the Lord of the harvest? Because when he saw the multitude, they were like sheep. These are helpless people who don't, they don't know what has become of their lives. That is what is about to happen, was about to happen to the Israelites. Were they to go, they will be scattered, they will become refugees and everything. That's what he was describing. If you like, go to the world and see. You, you, that from that day, you see that you are no king again because there are no people to rule over. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Your very throne is, is, is in question. You feel like go to the wall. And the Lord said, These have no master. Yeah. Ahab was about to lose his kingship. Then he said, Let every, each of them return to his house in peace. Next one. Look at it. Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I told you. I told you that Micaiah doesn't say anything. He did. He's not concerned about the prophecy. He's just, just talking. Because the spirit of God is not in him. Yeah. It's not in him. That's why we are saying have your quiet time. Yes, 
I'm now going to shock you. The, the Bible is not going to shock you. Why you need the scriptures? Look at it. Verse 19. Micaiah said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. He's now, he said, don't go. If you go, this is what, you'll be, you, you'll be defeated miserably. Then he's now going deeper in the prophecy. Look at it. Next verse. I heard the word of the Lord. I saw God sitting on his throne. Sorry. And all the host of heaven standing by him on his right and on the left. Next one. Then the Lord said, who will entice Ahab to go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? Now, Micaiah is playing back what has already taken place in the realm of the spirit. For Ahab to think after three years of not going to war, to suddenly think that, look, we must take Ramoth Gilead. That idea, it was an evil spirit that brought it. You won't have quiet time. You will, you will have thoughts that you think is from God. You will think things and be moving, moving on things that is about to destroy your life. There are things that happen in the realm of the spirit too. You'll be there and be carnal. You'll be there and follow your feelings. You'll be there and not be a strong Christian. We are preaching in this church. We want 5,000. Let's serve God. Let's bring people. Let's, let's preach. Let's teach. Let's share our quiet times. Aquaba ladies. Apostle, are you understanding something? Yeah, it's not only to dress nicely. Please dress nicely. We like it. But add something to it. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, you are my friend. That's why I'm talking to you like that. Yeah. And one said, next verse, 21. Then the spirit came forward, stood before the Lord, and said, I will entice him. Now, what is happening in the realm of the spirit is being revealed to us. He said, I will entice him. Your thought. That's why it says, casting down imaginations. There are things that can come into your head there. It's about to bring a distraction to you. But you don't know. It is your relationship with God on a daily basis. That will be a safety. Your relationship with your pastor. You know, sometimes you can meet your pastor. You say something on this. No, this thing do it like this. God just delivered you. I'm telling you, God just delivered you. Yeah. When I, I, Bishop asked us to come for that camp, and I stood there and said, I'm going on missions. That was my first time that I decided I'm going anywhere. Because I had planned right from school. I'll go here, I'll go here. I had my plans. I threw all the plans away. My beloved was somewhere in the, this thing. And at the break, I told him, he saw that my hand had gone up. I've gone forward. We were marrying the following Saturday. So he said that, you see, that plans have changed immediately. That you are going to Africa. Yeah. We, we were going to come home, but not now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, why would you like to live in England for the rest of your life? 
It's not a proper, it's not a proper thing. Please, if you are hearing me, it's a good advice. Yes, no, one day, one day, prophet came, family service. They said, no, prophet, what should we do? I mean, the older people. So, what they say, so come to Ghana. <laughs> they were shocked. So, what should we do? Give us advice how to live. They said, so, come to Ghana. That was his advice, and then that's it. Many of them could not follow that prophetic voice. <laughs> this was many, many years. Were you there? Yeah. As those who came to Ghana, they are prospered. Their life has moved forward. They are far better. I mean, if you compare, it's like night and day. Oh, it's true. Anyway, let's continue. We have to close. He's still talking about the vision that Micaiah saw. He said, you remember a spirit came forward that I will go and entice him. Then he said, how are you going to do it? Look at it. He said, I will go out and be a deceiving spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. That's why all the 400, they unanimously on the first time, on the second time, and even the second time there, Zedekiah was even given a vision. And he saw. It's not that he didn't see you. To him, everything he saw was correct, and it was. But only that, he didn't know what was influencing him. It was a deceiving spirit. If you are a stomach prophet, a, a deceiving spirit can be sent to you. Yes. Those of you like following prophets, are you seeing something? Yeah. So he can get the prophecy. It's like a familiar spirit. A familiar spirit, the reason why he's familiar is that he will tell you many things that are, are true about you. Then it's laced with something that is false. That is about to destroy your life. In the church, particularly in our church, you'll be taught the word, the word, the word. Then you see people talking, eh, power, we need power, we need this. Then you see people secretly going to prophets and things. You think we don't know? We were not born yesterday. We were not born yesterday. But of course, everybody has his will. Do you see? Everybody, you, you, look, you can go anywhere you want to go. Like in Hagen, one day he told, you know, one day there was a prophet who came around. Eh? He came around. And then his church members were saying, that this prophet is, is preaching against you. He's saying this, he's saying, and the people, so he said that, why doesn't, because there was another pastor who told his church that nobody should go for the program. And Kenneth Hagen said that he will never say that thing to his church members. He said he has trained them enough. So he said, when you go, Whatever is there, it's like good, like food. You eat what you like, what you don't like, throw it away. That was the advice he gave to his church members. I won't stop you from going. Only that when you go, what, what is good way, take it. What is not good, throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you here? You are going home. Don't follow a false prophet. Have your quiet time. Ha Look, let me close. Verse 24. Then Zedekiah, always remember these two prophets, Prophet Zedekiah and Prophet Micaiah. We see Micaiah coming here. Yes. Soon he'll be here. Zedekiah, the son of Chenai, 
came near and struck Makai on the face. He actually slapped him. Yes. Then he, look at it. He struck him on the cheek. It's not a slap. Yes. It's a dirty slap. He slapped him on his face. Then he said, which way did the spirit from the Lord go when he went from me? Please, oh, you have changed my understanding. NASB, please. NASB, thank you. How did the spirit of the Lord pass from me to speak to you? These are two big prophets. You preach, I preach. You prophesy, I prophesy. It's not a small thing. He slapped him. Say, what, what are you? Because he was like a senior prophet amongst all the 400. When we are talking and we are giving visions, what are you saying? The cool prophet always waiting on the Lord. Look at his answer. Look at this answer. And this, you can underline this in your Bible. This is the reason why I read everything to you. Micaiah said, Behold, you will see how the Spirit of the Lord went from you to me. On the day when you enter your inner room to hide yourself. The day you have your quiet time before God, you will hear him. God will speak to you, I'm telling you. God will speak to you. God will speak. You are about to go to have a meeting on some negotiation. You see that God will just give you one word. You've just had your quiet time. You've read a book, something you've prayed. You see, you, when it's there, you see in that moment, things will just arrange themselves. Because things are working in the realm. As you are having your quiet time, things are happening in the spirit. I'm telling you. Things are happening. So I told him, you don't have your quiet time. You, are just, you have become an experienced prophet. You are just prophesying based on experience. Enter your inner chamber and wait on God. You will hear him. You will hear him. You will hear him. Stand to your feet. We have close time. To be continued. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why Bishop said we should have, we should preach on quiet time. When we say we should preach, people say, ah, it's the year of the Lord. Why are we preaching on quiet time? I say, look at these people. Look at these people. You think that we just preach for preaching's sake? <laughs> we take a topic and just we are preaching because of preaching. No. Many of you don't have your quiet time. That's the truth. Are we saying so? Or, or over the weeks you have changed. You are changing. Beautiful. Beautiful. So can you share your quiet time? If I come to you now, should I come to you? Should I come to you? You are all looking at me. Eh? The stars, they are just looking at me. Who should I come to? Come. Come. Come and share your quiet time. You too, come. The lady by Akofa, come. Akofa, you didn't lift up your hand. You can share something. <laughs> Shadaba.
Tell us, tell us. Where did you have your quiet time from? First John chapter four. John chapter four. The whole of chapter four. I was starting the whole like verse four. Okay, so what did you learn? What did the Lord tell you from first John chapter four? Test the spirits. Not to just accept anything. And he said, any, any Can you add verses to what you are saying? Which verse? Which verse? Which verse? Which verse should you test the spirit? He said Galatians two four. Ah, he referred you to Galatians. You said First John. Yes, I can relate that to Galatians two four says. Ah, okay. Believe not every spirit. Okay, wonderful. Okay. Beautiful. Clap for him. Are you becoming a pastor? By the grace of God. Where is she? Come. Where did you have your quiet time from? Oh, so what did you learn from there? Okay, so from it referred oh, sorry, it referred me to Ephesians five twenty one. Okay. Where it says you should submit yourselves to one another. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is about submission. So you learn submission. Yes. Okay. To respect those in authority. Relax, relax, relax. Relax. Uh-huh. Talk. So I learned that uh-huh. you should respect authority. You should respect authority. Okay. You shouldn't criticize them. You should pray for them. You didn't learn anything about submission. You should submit to your husband. Only your husband. And everybody. Because you are not married yet. So, how does submission... So, in your current state, how does submission work for you? Who have authority over you. Wonderful. Clap for her. You see, you learn different things when you have your quiet time. So, please, everybody try. Try very hard to have your quiet time. Every day. Every day. We share things on the pages. If you think it won't work for you, get daily power, get whatever, get a Bible. Many of you don't have Bibles. You know, when you read a quiet time book, it has tools for effective quiet time. If you don't have the right tools, your quiet time will not be effective. One of the things you need is a dictionary. Now, if that's why I like iPad, because you just press it like this, then a dictionary appears. Else, those days, when we are having quite a dictionary is here, concordance is here, I mean big, big books. The dicks itself, no, is big. Then you have your, your dictionary, Oxford's dictionary. Yeah. But now, when you have a good phone, a good um, tablet, you just touch it like this. And then the definitions are coming. Yes. The concordance tool can help you. 
Hallelujah. There are different study Bibles that you can get. No, look for knowledge. Eh? Look for knowledge. You go deeper. The Bible says that the Christians in Thessalonica, they were more noble. Why? After they have heard the preaching, they will go home, eat their fufu, and then when they finish, they will pick their notes and then set the scriptures that whether what Bishop Dennis was saying, is it so? They don't swallow it hook, line, and sinker. No. They go and check. They go and check. They go and check. Lift up your hands. Lord, help me. Help me to develop this habit. Just for a minute, pray. Lord, help me. Father, help me. Father, help me. Kadaba rastiata. Lord, help me to develop this all-important habit of having regular quiet times, regular quiet times with you, regular quiet times with you, regular quiet times with you. Help me, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us in the goodness. We pray, oh God, for our fellowship members, the people that are coming from all the regions. Father, we pray that, Lord, help them. Help them to have regular quiet times. Read the Bible. Set the scriptures and live it. Let that be our story, Lord. Let that be our story, Lord. Let that be our circumstance, Lord. Let us develop this all-important habit of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I give you thanks. I give you praise. Now, I want to pray for... You are here, you don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. You know, you need to have a relationship with him and continue in it with your quiet time. But if you have not started, you'll be confused. Because you don't have a spirit to even understand anything. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It says he has redeemed our life from destruction. You are here, you are saying, Pastor, I'm a bad person. That's why Jesus came. He loves you still. He's concerned about you still. He wants you to give your life to him so that he can make it well. You are here like that. Please lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you and pray with you. Lift up your hand. You are saying, Pastor, today I give my life. Today I gave my life. Lift up. Let the hands go up. Some of us can go and talk to people. Ask them, are you born again? Let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. We don't want you to live here and go without giving your heart to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. You have lifted up your hand. I want you to come forward. When you talk to somebody, you can bring them forward and we will pray. We will pray. You have lifted up your hand. Just come to me. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you feel very strongly that I must give my heart to Jesus. You feel very strongly that I must change. Something must change in my life. Yes, amen. He is calling. His grace will 
Today your life will change, I tell you. God is doing something different for you. of you in front, look at me. Some of you, somebody brought you, some of you, a few of you came by yourself. Some of you, somebody brought you. But you see, your life is about to change. If you respond properly to this prayer and what is about to happen in your life, are you listening to me? Your life will change. Your life will change. You see me standing here, I was just like you. From where you are from, from your circumstance, same. But this is a God version of you. Hear me. This is a God version of you. This is what God wants to do in your life. God wants to change your life. God wants to change your life. So, we are not joking here. We are not playing a game here. We are dead serious. Serious. Because, you see, Jesus died for you. What's your name? Ransford. Jesus died for you. Jesus wants to help you in your life. He wants his purpose for your life to come to pass. But it starts by being serious with him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. So the Bible says that with the heart man believes because you hear with your ear but you believe with your heart. Are you listening? Yeah. You have just come to church. You live your life. You tell lies. How many of you have told a lie before? You've told a lie before. You've told a lie before. A lie. Yeah. You see even the young ones have lifted up their hands. I don't want to see other things. How many of you have stolen something before? You have stolen something. Lift up your hands. I've told you we are serious here. Yeah. 
dancing stars. Your hands are too apple. <laughs> are you still stealing or is, is, you are talking about past things? Uh, before I said before. I hate you. Okay, I'm talking to these ones. But Jesus died for you. What's your name? Your name is Agnes. Agnes. Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you. From today, this is your church. Are you listening to me? Every Sunday you come here. Okay. Let's pray. You know, I'm going to pray very softly, please. If you know how to pray, I would have said, let's pray. And then that's it. But you wouldn't know what to say. So I'm going to say the prayer. And you say it after me. Believing. So, let the prayer that I'm praying, let it be your prayer. Do you understand? I'm, I'm going to tell you what to say to God. And I want you to mean it to God. It says, with the heart man believes, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You become saved when you call on the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we are going to call on his name. Is that okay? All of you, is that okay? All right. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Everybody must say, say Heavenly Father. Close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you. I thank you. Today. Today. For your word. For your word. I have heard the preaching. But I, realize but I realize that I need Jesus. I, need Jesus. I, realize I realize I am a sinner. I, am a sinner. I just said I lied before. I stole before. I am a sinner. Lord Jesus, I come to you. But I repent today. I repent today. I repent today. I'm not saying anything. Say, I repent today. I repent today. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Please come into my life. And be Lord over my life. And be Lord over my life. I give myself to you. I give myself to you. Today. Today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray with thanksgiving. I pray with thanksgiving. I thank you. I thank you. That you have saved me. That you have saved me. I thank you. I thank you. That I am born again. That I am born again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.